Would you like to live a more awesome life? Join hypnotist Jim Kellner as he explores tips, tricks and strategies to help you and he live a more awesome life right now on Exploring Awesome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Exploring Awesome. This is episode 100 of Exploring Awesome. Okay, I got to tell you something. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, this is not actually episode 100. Um, when I first started the podcast, I was numbering them, and then I kind of forgot where I was at, so I quit numbering them. And so now I'm going to uh, – but but then I found that it was tough to tell people, hey, go listen to you know episode 59 or whatever uh, because they weren't numbered. So – uh, this will make it easier to track. So um, if there's at least 100 out there, probably more. Um, so we're going to start this one, episode 100. And for episode 100, I have a very special guest. Every every guest is special to me. Uh, so uh, I've uh, I, I met this, uh, my next guest, uh, met her uh, quite a long time ago. We worked on a uh, project that she was putting together for uh, hypnotists and, and coaches and stuff. And uh, it really is a joy to be a part of that. She's a hypnotist. She's a uh, NLP practitioner, holistic business coach, which can help you if you're an entrepreneur to really take it to the next level. Everyone, please give it up for my guest, Lydia Catherine. Hello, Lydia. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah buddy. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. What was that? Wow, a lot of excited, <laughs> a lot of excited people out there today. Awesome. How are you doing? Yeah. I am fantastic. You know, it's um, the days kind of blend together, as I'm sure a lot of us can relate to. But you know, it's all good stuff. It's awesome stuff. You know, I know exactly what you mean. They they do, and uh, I've been on the road now for about a week, and I've still got another uh, two weeks to go, I think, and. Uh, Boy, I tell you, I, I have to actually look and, at my calendar some days just to figure out what day it is. It's so confusing. <laughs> I did that. This, I was like, what are we at? Wednesday, Tuesday, what is it? <laughs> well, you know, it's and it's especially difficult for those of us who um, we, we're not going to a nine to five. So we're not going, oh, I have to go to work on Monday. And then, oh, yay, it's, you know, um, fabulous Friday or whatever. It's like, it's. Yeah, baby, I'll just I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Thirsty Thursday? That right. fantastic Friday. I don't even know. I just, I just made it up. What is it? Thank God it's, I don't know, TGIF, I know. Uh, when you're an entrepreneur, you know, every day can be, you know, horrible Monday or horrible or, or wonderful Friday. Because, <laughs> really <laughs> it goes. It's what you make of it. I mean, honestly, I it, think. It really is. It really is. It really is. Hey, everybody. I am, uh, I am uh, today, I'm here in Tucson, Arizona. I'm staying at a fabulous hotel. It's funny. Last week, I was in a Motel 6. Um, the, uh, the, the, the gig I did was put me up and, uh, and then this week I'm in a fabulous hotel. So, so if things look a little bit weird, it's because I don't have the right lighting and everything. Um, if you're listening live, please send us a chat. I think we got something in the chat already. It's um, Joni. Joni. Oh. Hey, Joni. Hello. <laughs> um, you two just landed in Boston for a team talk. Completely understand the travel. Fantastic. Thank you, Joni. Love it. Um, Good to hear from you, Joni. What are you doing out in, in uh, out in Boston, uh, Joni? Let us know. Hey, if you're listening, let us know where you're listening from. Whether you're, uh, you know, this, this podcast, you know, it's really for entrepreneurs and it's for for uh, folks that are working regular jobs too. The whole theme here is that I talk with awesome people who are doing awesome things, and then they share their awesome tips for living an awesome life with my awesome audience. So we're going to get to that in just a little bit. Um, Lydia, I wanted to, you know, I was, uh, a while back, you had posted some photos and, and, and that were really, um, really striking the, the kind of the transformation that you've made in your life. And I know that, you know, we, some, we, it's easy to, to, to focus on the, the physical things that we change in our lives, but I bet there was some mental stuff that, that, that happened too. Can you just kind of go back in time and give us like your short bio, your hero's journey? Yeah, sort of the, the 30, 30,000 foot overview of <laughs> Lydia in yeah. a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and I, th I think what you're referring to are the, uh, I guess, probably the weight loss transformation. I think, you know, it's interesting when I share these photos now, it's, it, 
it's unconscious to me, like people's responses. I, I'm so sort of numb to it at this point, but I forget that every time I share it, people are like, holy cow, <laughs> you right. know, they're like, what is this photoshopped? And, uh, you know, I forget <laughs> that there are people who, who can't, who don't believe that this can happen for them. Right. You know, and I think those are the people who respond the most. In fact, even at Hypnum Thoughts, I was having people approach me like, holy cow, like that was such a inspiration. I was like, oh, really? Okay, great. (laughs) You know, I mean, I I can't remember what my intention was with that post, but I'm sure it was to strike up some sort of, you know, um, insight or or conversation or something. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so really quickly, you know, overweight, uh, you know, comfort food was my thing. You know, we all have a crutch, right? Mine happens to be food. We, the hardest one I feel like to get rid of, but you know, it just I think so. Yeah. It's just, it's a special little beast and I'm not saying others don't have it hard as well. It's just like, it's hard to have it in your life and not, <laughs> there's not really this fine line we can draw. So, um, you know, it, for me, it's, it's been about just like undoing, unraveling all of the need for food, for comfort, for, safety for security for all these reasons and uh, you know for that reason i ended up specializing in weight loss as a hypnotist um you know especially because i knew the mindset games and then as a as a, a former bodybuilder i knew the metabolism game as well so um i was like yeah. you know what it, there's nobody <laughs> who knows more than me about weight loss i, mean, <laughs> I don't know like, fight me <laughs> right right and you know, um, uh, hold on a second. I'm trying to didn't have this set up correctly. Okay, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Loud and clear. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, um, um, it is interesting how you know we you know we work with different clients on different things, and even ourselves. And uh, even I struggle with this some. You know, uh, frequently um, having gone from you know taking a whole lot of weight off, and then and then kind of kind of creeping back, and then uh, I'm still blaming COVID. I'm still blaming COVID for. <laughs> no, on, that's a tough battle for everybody. I think far, far too far too many pounds. I, you know, I, I just wonder when can we stop blaming COVID? I mean, is there a, is there a deadline? Do I have to? <laughs> you know, I went into panic mode during. I gained five pounds and took off sixteen. I like what happened to me. Wow. Is I saw it happening, and I was like, I need help. And I reached out yeah. for help. I was like, I, I have to be financially invested to take this seriously. That's just what I've learned about myself is if I if I don't have skin in the game, we, we, ain't, we ain't doing nothing. <laughs> so. Well, tell us more about that. Was that some sort of a, a bet or is that one of those online challenge things? You know, I hate the word challenge. I feel like okay. I have enough challenges in my life. I don't sign up for challenges. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's a that is that is funny how you, when you say that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Why would you sign up for a challenge? <laughs> I, and maybe it's just me. I never found it appealing. Boot camp challenge. I'm like, I don't want a boot camp. I don't want a challenge. Life is enough of a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Um. Well, I mean, what I what I what I meant was like, if I am not financial, like where money goes, attention goes. Right. So if I'm not, if I don't have some sort of skin in the game and what I found is even more financially than health wise, I mean, unless I have a health scare, I'm not taking this seriously. And so even up till now, like I've been slowly gaining weight and I'm batting it around in my head and I'm like, do I really need to bring a coach back? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. In order for me to take this seriously, I have to invest what's valuable to me. And, you know, for a lot of us, if not all of us, it's going to be money. Yep, that's awesome. And I want to say, um, I love this Joni. Um, she's going to watch it later when she sees headed back to the to Northeastern uh, University. Um, and Hi, I love what you're doing. Thank you, Joni. We love what you're doing as well. Hey, if you're out there, will you just let us know where you're listening from? Love to hear that. We're also going to be taking uh, your questions, your comments, your concerns. And if you're brave, I can even bring you on the podcast with us. You ask your questions, give your comments. Um, and uh, just let me know. I will i uh, be happy to do that. Uh, I forgot how to do it now. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, I, I can. Um, hold on, hold on. If yeah, you're over on Facebook, depends on where you're. No, actually, this will go out to all of them. I'm going to put the link in there. Don't be a weirdo. If you're a weirdo, I'm going to cut you right away, okay? Unless you're a cool weirdo. Uh, Lydia, I'm sorry we got uh, off track there a little bit. Um, you know, I agree. And one of the things that I find, and I know that you're a business coach, you help people go to the next level in uh in their entrepreneurial stuff and I, i'm guessing it's all entrepreneurs or, or are you really just helping hypnotists and nlp and coaches 
You know, I was working with coaches and I eventually kind of phased them out because it's a different language. Hypnotists and holistic practitioners, we speak differently. We kind of feel differently. We operate differently. And again, the language is different. And so I actually stopped working with coaches and now just fully invest my time with hypnotists and holistic practitioners. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a psychic or medium or even a tarot reader. Like it's the same process system to to scale your business, really, honestly, no matter who you work with, it's the same, same steps <laughs> you need to take. Same steps, right. But you would agree yeah. that hypnotists really are the best that, that you've worked with, the, the most bestest of all, right? It's you know, I, so the reason, the reason I, I really have a soft spot for hip, oh, sorry, if I don't know if I'm talking over you, it, it's freezing a little bit. I was hypnotizing you to say it, yes. Yeah. Hypnotists are the best, no, go ahead. They are the best, yeah. You know, one of the most common questions I get asked is like, uh, how did you get into doing this? Like, why did you move away from just doing hypnosis itself? And, you know, I, I sort of had this epiphany moment walking around HypnoThoughts um, last year. And by this time, I had already scaled my practice to already over six figures. And I just remember walking around and I was talking to people and I was just kind of telling them this casually. Like, I was just like, yeah, my practice is going well. I did this. And their mouths would drop open. Their eyes became like the size of dinner plates. And it just clicked. I was like, oh, my God, like hypnotists have yeah. no idea how to run a business. <laughs> you know, I find the same, you know, it's, it's, it's true for, for like so many entrepreneurs, you know, like, I mean, most of us didn't go into hypnosis because we wanted to be good marketers, right? Or good wow. salespeople. We went into it because we wanted to, well, do hypnosis or yes. coaching or NLP or tarot reading, that kind of stuff. So um, it makes a lot of sense uh, why they have so much trouble. And, you know, I've, I've found that... Um, Boy, you know, we, we run into so many, um, hit, hit, well, I'm just going to speak for hypnotists, those are the people I know the most, but so many out there that they can't even make a living doing this. And so it's really tough for them to get better because they're not even seeing enough clients to get better. Um, yeah. And so, you know, if somebody came to you and they were like, hey, I really need to, you know, I, whatever business it is, you know, what are some, what are maybe the first couple of things that you'd, you'd recommend that they do? I mean, call you, of course, and then... <laughs> Make it easier on yourself. Sure. Why not? Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, the most common thing, the co most common problem I find, honestly, is like, it's like a volume thing. They just, they're just mm. not having enough conversations, whether it's just they don't have yeah. enough traffic on their website or they're just not having enough, uh, they're not doing enough networking. I mean, the strategy, honestly, is kind of irrelevant. It's just, there's just not enough volume. And so what I found is really social media has made it easy to get more volume versus just sending like paid ads to a website, ads to a website, ads to a website. Because yeah. I did that for several years and it'll it'll bring you clients, but it also ate away my my profit. My profit margin's like crazy. And so I had to get a little smart there. And you know, I ended up getting fired from my job, which catapulted me into my awesome life. Um yes. <laughs> I, I was like many other hypnotists, you know, I was clinging to this life raft and um knew it wasn't what right. I wanted, but it, you know, I was, I was netting 6,000 after taxes each and every month. It was like beautiful, but you know, after yeah. running my own business and making in one month, what I would typically make in four months at my government job, I was, I now see how much I was not being paid as a government employee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's great you say that because I, I saw uh, Steve Harvey a while back, um, who's really done a great job transitioning from being a comedian to also now kind of a motivational kind of a guy. I mean, still does both, which I'm in kind of awe of because that's a difficult thing because people want to pigeonhole you. But um, he recently, I saw him on a thing recently. He said, "You got to jump. You got to make the leap if you want to be successful in that thing that you want. You got to make the leap." And so, for some people, you know, I mean, um, they make the leap, um, you know, willingly. <laughs> And some people are pushed. Uh, I know Victoria Gallagher has a similar story where you get pushed into it. Um, so that must have been terrifying at first. Uh, you know, it was weird. It was, like, again, the unconscious conscious thing. It's like my unconscious was like, hey, it's time. Right. It's that little whisper, yeah. like, it's time for you. And then my 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 conscious mind's like, ah! <laughs> like, get a job, get a job, get a job, get a job. And, you know, the biggest, the most, you know, what gave me the most confidence and it's honestly, I, I, I think it's because of this, I, I was really confident to make the decision was all of my non-entrepreneurial connections, you know, family, uh, nine to five friends, all felt sorry for me. 
all of my right. entrepreneurial friends say, congratulations, it's time. <laughs> of course. Like, right. Bing, there's a, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, I had a question for you. Sorry. Or some, oh no, I was, that's something I was going to say. Well, I do want to come back to this too, but I, but I wanted to just say, you know, it's, I, I find it, I find it striking how many uh, hypnotists that I, I meet that are just like, I don't do social media. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to put myself out there or I don't want uh, them getting my personal information and, and just all these different reasons why they're not doing social media. I mean, what would you say to them? <laughs> they're crazy. BS. <laughs> I would right. say yeah. because yeah. always when I have these conversations, look, guys, let's be honest here. You want to put yourselves out there. You want to make an impact. I felt the yeah. same. I was feeding myself all this BS. Well, I don't want to. Yes, you do. The first step yeah. is to admitting it. And yeah. then you can work with it. the fears. Like, allow the fears. Allow, like, be a sponge. Like, But be honest with yourself. Really, you don't want to make an impact. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> that's what I got. I mean, that's a, such a great point. I love that. I'm going to start using that. Admit it. Just admit it. <laughs> because, so, I mean, you're right. That's why we get into this. We want to make an impact. And how do we make the biggest impact possible? We got we to talk to as many people as possible, right? You know, one thing that I feel like is missing for that group, and it was missing for me too. I, I am no exception to this, is this sort of the art of negotiating with ourselves. Like, look, mm. okay, I, I admit I don't want this, but I admit I want this. Like, are you part of the dialogue in your head or is the chit chatter just running you all around the park, you know, 20 times, you know? Yeah. So are you an active participant in the, in the conversation of that little person, the little child in your mind, who's like, stay safe. Or are you like calming that side down? Look, little, little Lydia, little Jim, little, you know, Rebecca, whatever. Like, look, I know what you really want. And I know you want people to know who you are so you can help them. I mean, that's, that's yeah. what I was telling myself anyway. That's, that's such, that's, that is just so, so true. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you put it that way. Just admit it, admit it. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that helped me to switch my, the way that I was think, going about it was, and it really is, I mean, I've loved this quote forever. It's uh, Zig Ziglar, you know, you can have everything that you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And when I switched my focus to how can, how may I serve? That's what you know, Wayne Dyer said, how may I serve? You know, then it became much more about, you know, like it's selfish of me not to share what I do, what I can do for people or even just helpful tips and things like that. I, I mean, you guys, life isn't random. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't even feel like it's like you're the chosen. It's like, have you realized that like you have something and you can help so many people like it? Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't, I, I don't like you, you know, making the word selfish, like a bad connotation. Cause you know, we're all inherently selfish. So it's not, sure. I don't know if it's oh, yeah. that, but it's like, it's like your due diligence. Like I, I cannot stand sitting by watching people kick themselves and not getting what they want when I know I can help them, you know? So it's it, at least, at least put a hand out there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, such a great point. I love that. Um, so and how long ago was this that you made that leap or were for, or were pushed on, pushed onto the ledge, pushed off the ledge? You know, it's funny. Almost exactly a year ago today. It was nice. literally four days, like four days. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> happy, happy anniversary. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It's, it's hard to believe I did not see this happening. And it, it was, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not here to lie. You know, it was a questionable first few months there. It was a very questionable, yeah. rocky, um, you know, just trying to get everything stable. So it's not yeah. easy, but I think, you know, I think, you know, your unconscious knows, your conscious mind knows <laughs> when it's time. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, for me, it was, a, it was an uncomfortable few years and many years really, uh, uh, and this is what I tell people, the secret to my success is I just didn't quit. That's all. Just didn't quit. <laughs> Even when I should have, probably. People were telling me to. I just kept going. I don't stop. Whatever. You can't fail if you do that. Exactly. I mean, you really can't. I mean, uh, so, I mean, if that's if that's your if that's your struggle out there, if you're struggling and stuff, please just 
just keep going. You know what? It'll it does get better. I know it's a it's kind of a lame cliche, but honestly, it really does. Hey, I want to let everybody know who I'm talking to today. It's Lydia Catherine. Um, actually, I would love it if you would say your last name for us. <laughs> I'll say it once and memorize it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Mihaliciano. Mihaliciano. It's a six syllables, fourteen letters. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> yeah, so I never would have guessed that. So I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> yeah, people make it as far as <laughs> Michael. Uh, Michael DeSantos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> That explains why you go by Lydia Catherine. <laughs> well, you know, I bought LydiaMihaliciano.com, and after I bought it, uh -huh. then I saw the problem. Mm, yes. Nobody's, right. gonna, nobody's typing that in. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> typing that in. Nobody's <laughs> typing that in. <laughs> That's yep. funny. So, um, hey, can you tell us what kind of work you were doing before, uh, before this happened? Yeah, I was a website developer for 12 years, and it's what I went to school for, you know? So it wasn't... Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you know, consider things like that a waste of time. I mean, it wasn't a waste of time. It, it paid my bills. I, I thought of my employers as my, um, as my, um, they were my investors, you know, <laughs> my employer were my investors into my business. That's the way I thought about it. Cause I, I had to put a positive reframe on it or else it was going to drive yeah. me crazy. You know, I was, I was rolling my eyes at this job. I hated it. Like I, I was screwing around and, you know, I had the right people in my life to remind me like, Hey, Lydia, look, these are your corporate investors. They are paying your bills right now. They are funding your dreams. So stop screwing around, <laughs> get it together, get your exit plan together. And you know, you'll know when it's time. And so I, I started, I was like, you know what? It, it's irresponsible of, of me to just, you know, even during COVID, um, you know, to not do the work that that was hired to do. I sort of put my, myself in the business's position. And so, but it got to the point where it was, it was impossible to run both at the same time. It was just impossible. And I think, uh, you know, I got fired during COVID like a lot of people, but I think for me, it was not really COVID. I think, I think they felt that my heart wasn't it in any, anymore. And you know, they yeah. deserve someone who cares more than I do at that point. So I was like, you know, good for you. Like I would have fired myself too. <laughs> So. <laughs> right right so they tell me a, about this they gave What's me that? a nice they gave me a nice parting gift of, of a mac oh. that was very nice well, of that's, them. A, that's a pretty nice parting gift excellent yeah so thank you investors you know what a great what a great reframe i love that you know i'm, I'm reminded of and I, I don't think this is true all the time but i do think it's, it's true often you know what the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And so if you're kind of sloppy and haphazard at your day job, then you're probably, that's probably seeping into other areas of your life. And uh, so I, I can definitely, and like I said, I mean, sometimes a job is just crummy and it's crappy. And I mean, you just, it's hard to be really invested, but I do think, I do think that if you have a crummy, lousy job and like not yours was probably not crummy and lousy, you just weren't into it. But like, say, for instance, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to offend anybody. But if you're working like a, a low wage menial type job, I think that the way you're going to get out of that job is to do your very best at that job, even though I've been in those kind of jobs. And it sucks to try to do to go above and beyond. It really does. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, but yeah. I mean, it's what makes you think that when you leave like working at McDonald's for yourself, how like you got to be a different person to run a business if you don't have respect for yourself and others yeah. it's going to be it's going to carry over with your clients and that's the last thing you want to do when you run a business is is not have that kind of quality between you and your clients it's, it's number one you know yeah so something to think about and, and it's a lot easier uh, obviously like like to to give it your all when it is when it is your business but like the way you're talking it was your business anyway sort of they were just your investors and uh, i i i mean you know, maybe you take that home with you, folks. Maybe you take that with you that, you know, whether you're working at McDonald's or you're working at just some great job that you just ate because it's been too long or it's not your true calling, you know, shift it around, make it, you know, make it, it's your investors and they're, they're investing in you. Um, because a lot of these things too, you know, you're learning, you're, I mean, if you get really good at, at something, um, it builds that discipline, that motivation, all those kind of things that, that are going to really help you. Uh, because, you know, being an entrepreneur is no, it's no easy ride either. It really isn't. 
oh man. <laughs> I was like, do we have another three hours to talk about that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, I saw a meme, Jim, like a few weeks ago, and it the, the top part was like starting a business, yay! Running yeah. a business, like. <laughs> like, uh, right. up. <laughs> and you know really i wasn't i wasn't prepared to run a business i i mean really i um i i was not prepared i i really thought i was i was working at a clinic and i was i was one of the best there really i mean i was well i won't say i was one of the best i was one of the most requested um and so um and when i i thought wow it's gonna be easy because i'm just awesome hypnotist people are gonna be running to me and nobody was running. <laughs> oh, that's a fun way to call. I had that one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at me with my my certifications and right. everybody. Oh, yeah. Let the floodgates open and crickets. Oh. <laughs> but it's not you. It's not you, folks. It's, it's your strategy. So don't don't exactly. take it personally. Exactly, exactly. Don't take it personally. I mean, hey, if nobody knows about you, they can't call you anyway. So that's the, that's one of the hardest things that I that I uh, that I deal with when I'm working with uh, with you know like because I teach some some classes and some workshops and stuff to get people to launch their hypnosis careers, and I, I got to tell you that that just sort of that being invisible, you know, and just um, you know one of the things that I love too is when they they tell me, uh, well, my goal is to have a hundred percent referral business. I'm like, that's cute. Mine too. And someday that will come, perhaps. But you're not you're not coming out of hypnosis school with all referrals, right? <laughs> um, I would say the majority of the hypnotists who come to me who are struggling are they're exactly right there, a hundred percent referral. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, well that's a bit unstable. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> and, and how's that working for you? Well, I've, you know, I've had, I had two clients last month, but they were both referrals. No, it you I mean it takes a lot. I mean, number one, we're in a profession where nobody wants to admit they used hypnosis, right? Um, unless you're a smoker, smokers love to tell 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 how they quit. But most people, nobody wants to tell you how they lost the weight or how they got over their anxiety or their sleep problem or whatever. Um, so it, that's, I mean, and then and this to have them to go to that extra step. I mean, trying to give, even get a um, um, a rating out of people, you know, just hey, would you please give me a rating? Could you could you come my Google my business and give me a you know review? And it's it's just so challenging. Yeah. I mean, you said something earlier and, and it just, it just like escaped me. Oh yeah. The invisible thing, you know, honestly guys, you know, social media, the internet is so saturated and I know it's exciting to like want that floodgates to open. And I am going to tell you it is work to get yourself out there. But once you do like, I mean, then the floodgates, when you start doing the consistency, when you start just doing the things, just doing them, not even perfect, just doing them and being consistent. And really, I think what mo most hypnotists are lacking is just really the know, like, and trust with the people they want to serve. Again, yeah. the knowing, the absence, not knowing you're, you know, existing and the trust, are you being consistent? It's like dating, right? Like if you show up one week, exactly. you disappear for another week, everyone's gonna be like, is this just a, a slow like a fad or like a scam <laughs> you know what is this? It's, it's the long game we got to play the long game you know i um uh before before we go on i want to just remind everybody you're listening and and or watching to exploring awesome my host today is lydia Catherine mecca meccas um <laughs> that's right <laughs> um, <laughs> i said her last name perfectly and we're talking we're talking um a lot of cool stuff we're, we're helping uh She's, she helps um, entrepreneurs, specifically hypnotists, NLP practitioners, you know, holistic practitioners to take their business to the next level, um, even if that's just one little step. And, uh, and then moving on to the next one to make, to make some money doing this. Uh, you know, one of the things, too, I, well, I just, I just want to say it's okay to make money doing this because if you have to go back to your old job, you're not going to be able to serve as many people. So don't feel like, ooh, it's, ooh, it's icky to make money doing this. You should be making money so you can keep doing this. Otherwise, you can't. Yeah. But I want to remind you that coming up, we have listener questions. And we also have, of course, Lydia's three tips for living a more awesome life. And then we'll be playing everyone's favorite game, friend or frenemy. I don't know how Lydia's going to answer the question. So I don't know if right now we are currently friends or frenemies. She knows, but she's not telling me. It's a big <laughs> secret, everybody. Hey, if you're watching right now, if you're watching live, please drop us a message. Let us know you're listening. Uh, happy to take your questions. And then if you listen later, 
do that as well. I do want to call your attention to one thing. So Lydia has a Facebook group. Well, she will help you. She's got a free mini course um, that you can get by just following the link down in the description. Do you want to tell people about that? Yeah, uh, you know, this uh, mini course, it's just a five or six part video series. And it really is just like a 30,000 foot overview of like, like, really like, you know, where the heck I've come from, you know, from from no business to starting a hypnosis business, trying to get it off the ground, you know, the, the most common mistakes, pitfalls that uh, hypnotists and holistic practitioners fall into. Um, I think um, it's been a while since I looked at it, but I think there is some um, um, strategy call um, tips in there, how to handle strategy calls, build more authority um, on strategy calls, things like that. So really, honestly, this this is probably going to answer your questions as to like, why am I not scaling as fast as I want? Again, a lot of little holes I kind of filled in for you guys. <laughs> so you don't, it doesn't have to take you seven years <laughs> to do this, to scale it yeah. and go full time, you know? And I mean, you did, I mean, you scaled quickly. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty rare. I do want to um, say something you, you were talking about when you said um, the like, know, and trust. I have had, you know, one of the things that I that I'm, I hear from hypnotists and just other people that I talk to that are in this, they'll they'll say, "Oh, I don't I don't like to make videos. I don't like the way I look on video." You know, third days I don't like the way I look on video either. Um, I don't always feel pretty, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, I have so many people that when I talk to them and I uh, we start talking during a consultation, they go, "Well, I've watched all your videos. I feel like I know you." And that's that's exactly it. Like, know, and trust. It's absolutely mm -hmm. essential. I also noticed this, Lydia, when I was looking, and I and it was just, I just noticed this last week, um, as I was looking through the the catalog for I'm going to the Michigan Hypnosis Conference next week, and I was thinking about you know ha having been to other conferences, and I was thinking about the classes that I take, even just the classes I take, almost every single time it's somebody that I've seen on social media, you're like in the group or I've heard about them or somewhere on the internet. I mean, I've gotten to at least see their face or, or, or see some words that they've, that they've, that they've talked about. It's, it's like, otherwise it's just like this cold choice. And I'm like, ah, I don't really know. I don't know anything about this person. You know what I mean? Do you find that too? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, going back to what you were saying about like, you know, you judging yourself, you know, judging yourself. Look, I mean, first of all, your business is not even about you. If, if you're at the point where you're you're judging yourself so much that you're not putting yourself out there because you don't like the way you sound, your focus is entirely on the wrong place. Your focus should be on fulfillment, like connection. Can you help? Like put that will all go away when you're like shift your focus to what's in front of you versus like all on you and like block your you know yourself. I'll be like looking up at myself. It'll just get my attention. So I, I you know, I'll like block it or do something like that because that call isn't about me. Yeah, you know? that's so true. It's not about you. It's about it's about them helping them to get to their their goal, and um, it's so it's so absolutely critical. Uh, Lydia, what have we not talked about yet that that is important that you'd like to talk about? Not talk about yet. That's important. You know, I think um, kind of touching, you know, <laughs> I want to share an epiphany I had. So oh, I find that, um, you know, the one thing I was running away from all of these years that kept me from really going all in and that really kept me running both jobs on the, you know, at the same time was honestly, a lot of people complain about the sphere of the pressure. Have you heard this, Jim, from like maybe some, um, classmates that you, from classes you've taught like there's this like fear of pressure you know when you start to work for yourself you know there's this like I don't want to take on that pressure and you know all that the fear and things like that and honestly oh, yeah. this is the exact thing guys that is going to be the catalyst for you to take off this feeling you run away from because you would rather be tranquilized by you know a boring mm -hmm. job or something unfulfilling I realized this feeling is is the exact leading indicator that means you're moving towards your goals. So that one thing you're avoiding is the one thing that's going to drive you to insane levels, and is the reason why people do who do. You know, that's such, a, that's such a that's such a great point, and I think I think you're right. I mean, as long as you can be comfortable working that job, because uh, you know we're we're so much. It's, it's so hard when you're comfortable and you've got the bills are paid, 
um, and things aren't that bad. You know, it's that I can't remember uh, who's it. Ah, Tony Robbins says something about this. It's it's that 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 zone. You're in a zone that's that's sort of it's okay. Um, I can't remember what he calls it, but it, it's and that's the that's the deathly zone because you know if you're if things are really bad, then of course you want you want to change things. But if you're in this zone where you know, it's sort of comfort. I, I maybe he calls it the comfort zone. Actually, that's probably what he calls it. You know, if you're in the comfort zone and yeah, I'd really like to go do this thing, but you know, I got to pay the mortgage. I got to pay the bills and all this stuff. And people, and you know, people, and there's the other one, you know, what are my friends going to think? What are my family going to think? Uh, I think it just makes it Big so one. much more difficult. Honestly, guys, and trust me, you're not, you're not alone. My family did not know I had a hypnosis business for two and a half years because <laughs> I had a personal training business before that crumbled because of the negativity mm. and my, you know, my bless my mom, you know, she did the best she did the best she could, mm. but still just, just the mind games and my, my business crumbled. And so I said, nobody's going to know about this till I'm absolute till it's working and there's no turning back. And two and a half years later, I was like, Oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> been running this thing on the other side and it's just That's you know what protect your dreams protect them yes Hiding. you know i and i can i absolutely and you know um i remember i was working i was working with i was coaching a hypnotist who wanted to be a who wanted to launch their business and i remember that was his, his thing was like well i don't want any of my family or friends to know what i'm doing um so i don't blame was, them what, what I, don't I mean the i mean the the whole the whole mostly most of my strategy has not, has not been like you know emailing and stuff it's been being active on social media i'm like that's really the only i mean that's really the the, the best way and if you don't if you don't have people on facebook or linkedin or anything knowing about what you're doing it's going to be a lot tougher for you that's all a lot tougher yeah yeah it's and you got to go down the convincing route more it's like you know yeah. being present putting yourself out there talking establishing yourself as an expert just by doing that alone just eliminates objections just like that half the objections you're dealing with on calls can be eliminated just by getting out it's just putting yourself out there and just talking just not selling but just talking great point great point everybody it's just about time it's just about time we're going to find out we're going to find out the top three things that lydia would recommend for you to live a more awesome life and me i love i love hearing the awesome tips uh we're going to take listener questions if you have questions let me know otherwise we're going to just uh, bring up some ones that i've gotten uh, recently, and then also uh, friend or frenemy. We're not going to forget about friend or frenemy um, coming up as well. Lydia, have you received any questions recently about hypnosis or anything like that? Uh, questions that you'd like to answer, listener like listener questions type things. Uh, like from clients, or oh, you know, you sometimes people ask them on a on a Facebook post or. Uh, and a, on a YouTube video, or yeah, sure, just common questions that you might get. Anything like that? You like yeah. To How about like, does it work? Ah, oh my goodness. <laughs> does it work? Boy, that's a boy. That is like the one of the boy. That I <laughs> go ahead, answer, please, please. Does it, Lydia? Hypnosis. Does that really work? So when I had my office in Falls Church, I was like walking outside to the go get coffee or something from the 7-Eleven next door. And I, I forget how this guy was at walked by and he's like, oh, what do you do or something? And I was like, oh, I'm a hypnotist. And he's just like, oh, does it work? And I was like, I wouldn't be in business if it didn't. Right. <laughs> what do you think? I just scan people 24 hours a day and I just churn and burn like lies. <laughs> you know, I always I was think like, does, does anybody go up to a dentist and go, hey, does that, that dentistry thing, does that work? Does that really work? Is that a, you know, go up to yeah. a doctor, hey, that, the doctor yeah. work that you do, does that, does that really work? It's such a ridiculous question. And I, you know, I think, uh, you know, part of the problem is that, and if you're listening out there, um, and, and believe me, I, I always want to preface this part by saying that I love the people that do the different kinds of work in our profession, uh, the more esoteric work, good for them. Uh, it's not my thing, but good for them. But I do think that that sometimes that's that's one of the reasons. Well, um, you know, you know, because like somebody asked me recently, they said, uh, they said, do you, um, well, how do they phrase it? Do you have does um, what what does past life regression have to do with hypnosis? And I was like, well, it doesn't have to have anything to do with it. Um, so people get these ideas that you know that there's that you have to have crystals or uh, 
uh, gemstones or um, you have to do chanting and things like or just all these different esoteric things. And again, I'm not that. Hey, if that's your thing, great. And, and go to that person that does that. But they're not, you know, hypnosis is just a tool and we use it in a lot of different ways. So um, uh, and I think also the fact that, that we end up the comedy hypnosis shows, which I do, uh, I th it also helps helps to uh, to uh, make it seem more fanciful, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm like, you know, my personality type is straight to the point, transparent, like, let's just cut out the BS and, and smoke screens. <laughs> and, you know, I actually yeah. educate my clients on like this. I'm like, look, we can do the countdown, we can close your eyes and do this. Honestly, you don't need it. What I'm gonna what I plan to do with you is more of like, like Igor Litahowski's work, which is just, you know, um, systematizing the conversational part of it. And so I'm just like, I just straight shoot through conversational hypnosis. And I mean, I'll use progressive relaxation and all that, the formal fancy stuff for like more like anxiety or sleeping issues. But really what I find is, you know, look, these people are already in a trance. You got to first bring them out of a trance before you can sure. even re put, put them back in it. They're already tra in a trance. They're already in hypnosis. It's our job to bring them out of hypnosis, I feel like. Not true. to put them in true. hypnosis. It's true. <laughs> You know, yeah, I heard first. that free. What's that? Emerge them first. <laughs> right, exactly. Emerge them first. You know, I, I, I would, I would always hear that, and I never really got that. I was like, well, what does that mean? And then Tom Silver explained it. Tom Silver said, um, "Have you ever, have you ever uh, taken your keys and put them somewhere and you forgot where they were?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, of course." And he goes, "Well, that's because you were in a trance, so you didn't remember where you had put them, and so." Uh, when we bring you out of that trance, then we can we can start making some changes. We, I mean, we're all going through life, you know. I mean, how how often do you do you if I you know if I walk out to the car to go to the store, is my mind really mindful on every single step I'm taking? Am I looking around, or am I kind of thinking about that thing that I'm gonna get at the store, or the podcast I'm listening to? Um, yeah, it's, it's, we're all over the place, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this impacts business in a big way too. Like, I know a lot of people, including myself, like we've been taught to feel shame and guilt, right? Like, so I'll notice I'll subconsciously slip into what my, you know, I'll, I'm going to um, uh, quote my friend uh, Alessia here, but she calls them shame attacks. Like, I'll just slip into a shame mm. attack without, you'll be triggered by a friend or family. And you can even spend days there. And this is why actually your income and your business fluctuates a lot. It's because your emotions fluctuate. And when your emotions fluctuate, your results fluctuate, including your income. And that's what I have found to be the biggest um, thing that impacted consistency in my business as a hypnotist or a holistic business coach was just like my emotional state was doing this. So my income yeah. <laughs> was doing this. You know? I get that. I do. You know, uh, and I, I see that all the time, you know, like uh, when I, you know, sometimes I'll be in a mood where I don't even know if I'm in a bad mood or a depressed mood, but it's, uh, I'm very much an introvert. And sometimes I just don't want to be out there. And so I, I've noticed that. So I, I, maybe I don't make a video or I don't put up a post or something. Um, and then also there is this thing when you're an entrepreneur, you have a lot of freedom and there's nobody but you telling you, you've got to start work at, you know, 10 AM or, or whatever time. And uh, so it can be challenging. Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, I've just been using self hypnosis to, to do a lot of this. Just you guys, you guys know, you guys are hypnotists. You guys know how to do this to do is just do self hypnosis. It was just like a dialogue in my head. It's like, you know, negotiating with myself, right? Like being an active participant, like, cause I, I am, I like to sleep in. That's just my, it's just the way I, I've grown up. I hate mm -hmm. mornings. So my thing, <laughs> I sleep till like nine and I, mm -hmm. I stay up till and I work and, take breaks till about one in the morning. And that's just, that's just how I roll, you know? And I mean, it's just no amount of conversations or prescription drugs or hypnosis is going to make me want to get up early. <laughs> it's just not a goal of mine. <laughs> and so it took a lot of testing and maneuvering mm -hmm. to figure out like, is this going to work or work out in the morning or later? Or do you figure out like, what time do I stop? What time do I start, you know, doing all that, but like, you'll figure it out. You will not know unless you put yourself through it and you let yourself figure it out. It's, it's a brand new way of thinking, but honestly, being your own boss, it is intimidating at first, I think just because you haven't done it. But once you start doing it, you're going to find really what, what works best for you specifically, not your coach, not your friends, not your other entrepreneur people, but what is going to help you, you know, create a balanced life for yourself. So I'm certainly happy waking up at nine, you know, <laughs> staying up till one <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So. 
Well, that's the great thing about it. There's nobody telling you you have to be somewhere. So, um, um, but but on the other hand, I mean, you could, and it, you know, I think one of the things that the one of the mistakes I made when I first started was, well, if I don't have any clients today, I don't have a show today. I guess I just kind of wait, and mm-hmm. maybe I do this or that. But but I, I I watched a great video, and I think this is so important if you're out there listening. This is so important if you're trying to launch your hypnosis career. What she said, and was, as back then there was no. Um, I think Jason had just his the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast was pretty new back then, and there was nothing else for hip, hypnotists that I could find on marketing or how to do a business. And I was watching all these videos for chiropractors and stuff. And what the lady said was, decide how many clients you want a week. Say it's twenty, um, and for every hour you don't have a client, you're spending that time on marketing. And that helped me so much, whether it's writing a blog or going on social media, making videos, whatever. I found that really super helpful. So I wasn't just sitting around, just waiting. Yeah, I think, Jim, we had this conversation on my during my summit when oh, I did we? Oh, yeah. Okay. Along the lines. You know, the a wake up call I had and from my coach was like, Lydia, yeah, same thing. Like if you're like you're now what you're doing during the day is conversations. That's it. Yeah. They're like, you are a full-time appointment setter and a closer from here on exactly. out until yeah. you hire someone. <laughs> I And I was like, I was like, first of all, it makes a lot of sense. Second of yeah. all, like I had to make some quick rearrangements. That means no more screwing around, going to the gym and like in the middle of the day, going to the store, clean. I was cleaning around like now <laughs> I'm at my, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of us are doing this, right? And so now I am at my computer, like I start calls and reach outreach at 10 and stop at six, but that's all like, um, you know, graphics, videos, posts, all that's being done after hours. And I think, I think a lot of hypnotists don't really get to their goal because they're not made aware of this. So like you have, I don't, I don't care what people say, you have to learn how to sell. If you want to run a business, absolutely. Cause this is, you know, oh, learn to sell without selling. Like, well, you're still selling. <laughs> Come on. All these people that go, oh, I don't, I don't sell. I just, I just present it to them, and if they want to, whatever. Look, that's what that's what a consultation call is. And and look, you don't have to feel bad about it. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what? Um, when I bought my car, the the person selling it to me, I was delighted because I got what I wanted at a fair price. So if you're giving people what they want at a price that they that they um, can afford or that they're willing to pay. Then why why is that why is that have this icky connotation to it? I don't understand why we do that to I ourselves. Think, I I think it's just we're taught to do it in the old ways, which is like, like 90s, early 2000s, which is corner them with well, what's going to oh, happen if you don't. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Well, yeah, you know, you kind of got to. And it, it kind of goes back to that pressure thing. You know, people are like, well, I don't want to make decisions out of pressure. Well, then what what the heck are you going to do then? Because yeah. pressure, you avoiding the pressure is the reason you're not losing the weight. You're still having panic attacks. You're not able to have yeah. a mutual deep connection with your partner. Like, then what are you doing by avoiding this? Because maybe this internal pressure is the pressure of your life and your situation, not me selling you. And that's really, that's the reframe I give people. You know, can you just come to me and they're like, I don't want to. The pressure, blah, blah, blah. And you can't pressure me. I'm like, look, the pressure is your <laughs> pressure. I cannot right. put pressure inside of you, you know? And yeah. um, when you can reframe that in a positive way and you can do that for your 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 customers and clients, that's where the magic happens and the doors open. And again, it's your due diligence to do this for them, not to sell them, to coach them on their decisions. Yeah. You know, you mentioned you've mentioned a couple times working with coaches, and this is the other thing that I find with uh, um, I think just maybe new business owners in general, but 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 definitely with hypnotists, they don't want to spend any money on anything. They don't they they want to do everything themselves. You know, like my life transformed when I decided to finally uh, upgrade to the Canva and just pay for it, and not do the free version anymore. You know, <laughs> like um, just little things like that. You know, um, because it's it's not that. I mean, I can easily work around it, but but it's a hassle. And you know what? If it costs me 13 bucks a month not to have that hassle, it's worth it. You know, if I can work with a coach and they're going to get me to the next level faster or maybe prevent me from having to go back to my old job or that or, or going back to a job, is it worth it? 
I, I see so many times people trying to cut corners. You know, where do I get where do I get the free music? Where do I get the free images? All this stop worrying about free and pay some damn money because that's what businesses do. That's what IBM yeah. does. That's what Starbucks does. That's all successful businesses. Oh, so I'm getting excited here. Um, they have to spend money. They have to spend money. You you can't do this. Um, and and also it's you know. This is one of the things too, like when I, I see people trying to get, you know, um, and believe me, I get plenty of free graphics, but from places where they're free. But if you're trying to use stuff, um, why shouldn't that, you want people to pay you for your work. Why are you trying to get work out of other people for free? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm here to like, I get it. Like I have 18,000 subscriptions. My subscriptions cost me up about 4,000 a month at this point. And they're not even, you know, it's not even really high. It's my highest one is probably... Uh, my SMS, which is about 400 a month, but everything else is like $9.18, like here and there. But you know, what I ask myself and what you guys can ask yourself is like, what's going to happen the minute you put that money in? Because that's exactly what needs to happen. Your attitude's going to change. Your actions are going to change. Your commitment's going to change. And my coach, you know, re-enrolled me, you know, a nice 18 grand, boom, right there with my coach, all because he reframed it. He was like, look, when you resign here, when you re, it's not a commitment to me. It's not a commitment to the program. It's a recommitment to yourself exactly. that Absolutely, you're going yeah. to be there. And I was like, "Here's my debit card." Like that's there you it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't committed. I got comfortable. Yeah. I hit my biggest month in August. I, I started chilling, and uh, yes. right when I put that in, I was like, "Oh, I needed this feeling to uh, get to 40, 50, 60, You know? Yeah. So absolutely. You know, um, you mentioned that too. I love that. You know, you work from from those certain hours and stuff. And and what I what I try to remind myself, you know, if you don't work your business like you work a job, you'll have a job again. That's the way it's going to be. Wow. So, um, yeah. uh, and so I, I remind myself of that. You know, I mean, it's it's easy. I'm in a hotel. I, I could go out to the pool, and I'm like, no, I I got work to do. I got to work on some stuff. I will go to the pool later. Don't get me wrong. Um, the other thing too, something else that helped me, and and uh, this is the way I started looking at things was. You know, um, Starbucks doesn't open when they feel like it. They have set hours. They've determined when they want to. And you can set your own hours. I mean, that's one of the great things for the most part. I mean, you know, you got to be available when people want you. But, um, you know, you know, they have they have a, they have a they, it, it's systemized. You know, this is what happens on, you know, on this day we clean or this day we do this. And and we open at a certain time, whether you feel like it or not. And I think that that really helps helps a lot, too, because we just. As an entrepreneur, you have all that freedom, but but that can be a bad thing. Yeah, honestly, you'll see it in your results. Like if you are, and I know this this might be a little advanced for maybe some of the beginner head with this, but when you start tracking like your KPIs and you start looking at your numbers, right? And I don't mean just your income, but like the amount of calls you've made, the amount of outreach, the amount of conversations, the amount of sales you closed, the amount of cash you brought. Like at this point, I'm tracking all of this. And now I would be panicked if I wasn't. Now I'm not saying you have to do this, right? But what is affecting all of these numbers is, again, your consistency. So if you're starting at, you know, like I said, I was my income was so low because I was like screwing around during the day. I was like, and, you know, I'm going back and I'm trying to think why I was doing that. I mean, I thought, I'm sure a lot of it was like confidence in the system, you know, you know, um, not having enough skin in the game was an issue. And again, you know, I wasn't financially invested enough. Uh, when I lost my job, I invested 6000 into a program, got that back, got comfortable. And so I went in another 18 grand and boom, that fire, that fire was there again. Then I hit another high month. Then I got, ch- I chilled again, right? And then another 18 grand. <laughs> like you start to actually use this as momentum, like as um, the investment becomes, again, a leading indicator that pressure becomes a leading indicator that you're going towards your goals. That's really all it is. And if you're not moving, drop some money in there. Cause I guarantee and drop enough, drop enough so that yeah. you know, your actions are going to change. That's really same with thing with weight loss. You know, I was gaining weight. I'm like, how much money do I need to put in for my, my unconscious to feel the urgency and mm-hmm. plunk it down. It's, it's really a value exchange at the end of the day. Yeah, such a good point. And, and you know, I think uh, it was Jim Lutz that said to me one time, he goes, the, re- the the problem is, you know, if you start a restaurant, you invest a lot of money. So you got a lot of skin in the game to be a hypnotist, especially if you're just doing online work, man, you I mean, 
uh, you can, I mean, you can buy with even Zoom for free. So, I mean, you can, you can literally start up with, with a hundred bucks or, or something, you know, which is a great thing, but also it's a bad thing because you have no skin in the game. You don't have that. You're not looking ahead going, wow, I got to make the lease payment, you know, and, um, and so many other businesses. And even if you, even if you had to rent an office, I mean, you can rent an office fairly cheap. So um, we're talking about when you actually start up, you know, you start up a, a grocery store or something else, coffee shop or whatever, there's a big investment. So you mm-hmm. definitely have skin in the game. And, and for us, a lot of times we just don't have that skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think a lot of us use our job as a crutch, our spouses yeah. as a crutch. And it doesn't, it doesn't, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but what I see is when there is this like dependency on a job or on a spouse, you're just not going to move. And it doesn't mean you have to leave your spouse, right? It just means that like, you kind of have to reframe it in your head. Like if something was to happen, right? Like I want to make sure that I can be okay on my own. Like you, you have that financial independence or that line of responsibility drawn, not because you can't share a bank account with your spouse, but it's so like, you are completely independent for yourself and you're yeah. you're not in a place where now you're using them as a crutch. I think that's where it becomes a problem is when we're now we're crutching on the job and there's not enough skin in the game. And for me, at least when I had my full-time job and I was running my hypnosis business, um, I had enough skin in the game to bring back a certain amount, pay, pay for the office, you know, the um, applications. I was using things like that, but um you know, I, I think we have to realize it's not just about just covering the bases at some point too, and wanting more than just covering the bases, wanting more than just being able to pay bills. And that was the mindset I had to get over too, because I was paying bills on my own, yeah. you know, but I was frustrated at the same time. And I had to admit that to myself that this wasn't enough and I wanted more than I needed. And that's when I had my biggest month in August when I was unwilling to accept the bare minimum from myself anymore. Well, and you're and you're no longer having the bare minimum impact either. So the more the more I mean, really, I mean, it really is it, it almost I mean, it works out almost perfectly. The more impact you make, the more the more money you're going to make. And so vice versa, the more money you make, you know, that's more impact that I'm making in people's lives. So Absolutely. I think it's so yeah. important. All right. So here we are. Um, we are to Lydia Catherine's top three tips for living a more awesome life. Hit us. Hit us with them. Let's go. All right. So my first one is one of my favorites, which is, we kind of just talked about this, but roll the dice. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Let's gamble. Don't be afraid to gamble with your money. I say, don't gamble with your life. Let's not gamble with our lives. (laughs) You will never see me skydive. (laughs) (laughs) But I've done it twice. Never again. (laughs) I will never dive with sharks. I am not that person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> same, same. I'm like, I don't it's know. It's an issue. You're, we're both getting, we're, I mean, that's all, that's all I get is like, is like uh, sharks and cats. I mean, it's both awesome and scary, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started, no- I noticed that like two days ago and um, there's something I find fascinating about sharks. I've always found them like their sort of attitude and how to, you know, your people's attitude towards them. I found it always very uh, fascinating. Um but yeah, I mean, roll the dice with your money, guys. I mean, come on, money come not on me. I'm not saying on me. I don't care. On another coach, right. on your business, on a convention, whatever it is you want to do. But like, you know, you get money back. You don't get back time. And you're going to lose money. All businesses lose money. They yeah. all do. Every it's single business. There's, and so I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, a McDonald's or a company like that will lose millions of dollars on a failed ad campaign. I mean, you, that's one of the, that's another one of the areas that I see people are, they're so afraid to lose some money and you just, I mean, uh, I'm invested a whole lot into this app and I'm like, man, I may have to walk away from it, but I had to spend that money to know where I have to go to next. I mean, you're going to lose money. Just get over that. I love that. That's roll the dice, roll the dice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not your life. I mean, unless you want to, again, I'm, I'm a different type of investor. Um. But that's my first one, you know, just roll the dice, right? Roll the dice, you know, with that, spend your money um, on whatever it is you want to do. It doesn't even have to be a business, you know, go buy, go get that house you want, go, you know, start that family, go start that project, whatever it is you want to do. Absolutely. Uh, second one is, I wrote them down here, actually. Um, oh, I love this one too. Explore more inside of yourself as much as you do outside. Oh, okay. Meaning like, like, I can't spend enough time by myself. 
I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'm speaking introvert language. I almost dread people coming with me on vacation sometimes. <laughs> don't tell my wife, but oh yeah. Oh my God. She never watches the podcast, but I'll tell you, I'm, I'm here five days by myself. I'm loving every minute of it. And it's nothing personal. It's just like, I nice. have such a deep connection to myself. I can hear myself talk. I can feel what I really want. You know, I can, I can internally process stuff and I, there's not enough time for me to do that. So I would say take that journey inside of yourself, if not more than the journey outside. Cause I think we all want to journey and get the family and the car and the business, the business and the money and, and all of that's nice, but it, it makes no sense of like, you're not doing it with someone and including yourself. Like, don't forget yourself in there, you know, having yeah. that connection so, with yourself. So important. Good stuff. And, uh, and I, you know, I want to be respectful of your time. We're at an hour now. Are we okay? In a few more minutes? Uh, Actually, let me double check. I think so. Went by, went by quickly. Uh, I have a session here in a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you do, do your third one. Third one is, uh, I think I talked about this earlier, but invest in your goals. Like put money into your goals so that you're using that pressure as motivation. It'll become a natural desire for you when you do mm -hmm. this. You won't need to pump yourself up or watch a Tony Robbins video. It'll just be the natural desire that's that's coming out of you now. And really, again, where where money goes, attention goes. It's just what happens. Like, yeah. Keep that in mind when you're enrolling clients as well. Yeah, yeah, very good point. Very good point. So we had uh, three great ones. Roll the dice, spend your money, um, explore more of your inside. I am a big fan of that. And um, invest in your goals. Whether I mean, again, whether you're a business owner or somebody else, you just want to take a vacation, invest in your in your yeah. vacation. We got one more thing. Uh, very important, most important part of the show, really, I consider the most important part of the show. Uh, we're going to play friend or frenemy. So it's time to find out. Time to find out if Lydia Catherine is my friend or if she is my frenemy. Hold on. I've got to get uh, get the right sound effects queued up here. I just want to make sure that we're, we're covered either way. I have a feeling because I'm just meeting a lot of frenemies lately. Lydia <laughs> Catherine, without further ado. Play it on me. Do you like pineapple? On pizza. Ah. Oh, it's so gross! Really? <laughs> Who puts fruit on pizza? That's what I'm saying. You gonna put apples on it next? Maybe a lemon or something? I don't know. What the? Come on, people, weirdos. Please. I, I don't get it, and you know. I'm not a huge fan of pineapple to begin with. And pineapple on pizza is just, it's too much. <laughs> too much. Yeah. I think it's, I think uh, everyone's lying to be honest. I think they're just trying to fit in. <laughs> I think they are. You know, I bet they are. I bet they are. I think you're the first guest. You're the first guest since we started Friend or Frenemy that is a resounding no. We've had some waffling, but uh, you're the first one. <laughs> um, you know, thank God you're my favorite guest so far, Lydia. Good job. <laughs> you know, have you on every episode. Um, <laughs> this has been an active conversation with my friends for like the past 15 years, like pineapple and pizza and they love it. And I'm just like, I, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see the, why, why don't I have why? pineapple for breakfast? Why are we putting yeah. it on, put sure. meat on pizza, put the meat on there. <laughs> yeah. Put some vegetables. That's fine. But don't put some fruit on it. You weirdos. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree completely. 100%. Um, I don't. I don't understand. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you for, ah, I feel so Validation, good about this. Right? Validation. <laughs> That's right. Validation. And I actually, I actually really like pineapple. Um, I'm, I'm great with pineapple myself, uh, but putting it on pizza, I just don't understand. Uh, yeah. Lydia, thank you so much. Please go check out her, uh, her Facebook group. I'm in the group, right? I'm in the group. I'm in your group. I, Am I, in that so. group? I think Different I see group, your maybe. picture in there. Yeah. I see a lot of really good, valuable uh, content in there. Go check it out. Um, and reach out to her, LydiaCatherine.com, and find her on social media. I uh, just want to remind one more time, you know, um, you know, invest in your, roll the dice, spend your money, explore more of your inside, uh, what's inside you, and invest in your goals. Everyone, please give it up for my friend and uh, not friend of me. That's right, friend, Lydia <laughs> Catherine, everybody. Thank you, Jim. Absolutely. Thank pleasure. you, Lily. I hope your audience got some valuable insight from this. Me too. All right. Take care. Be well. All right. Be bye. awesome.
shoot. Uh, uh oh. That went by fast. I gotta talk for like hours. Yeah, once. Would you like to live a more awesome life? Join hypnotist Jim Kellner as he explores tips, tricks, and strategies to help you and he live a more awesome life right now on Exploring Awesome.